What the hell is even that? People, 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 welcome back to Live from the 715. I'm your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. I'm trying as fast as I can. Today's show is brought to you by Beantown Entertainment and uh, Wisco Inferno Barbecue. And give a shout out to our buddies at Rodder's Hot Rod Garage and Fabrication. He, uh, Our buddy just got back on Facebook. Yeah, and, I see that. Uh, Check out his YouTube channel. It's called Rotter's Garage. R-O-T-T-E-R apostrophe S. Garage. He's doing some cool shit over there. Um, I'm hoping to get him as a guest on the podcast or take this shit over to his place sometime this winter when he's working on shit and we could just have some beers, talk conspiracy theories. Because <laughs> he loves that shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I imagine we could have like an eight-hour podcast, me and him. But... <laughs> okay (laughs) (laughs) we'll start it at eight and be done by six conspiracy theory with jesse ventura conspiracy theorist he loves that shit so uh yeah go check us out on our social medias as well on facebook instagram twitter at live from 715 and email us at live from 715 at gmail.com be part of the show because uh, not a lot of you are right now. You're just sort of skulking in the shadows. Wavering. So, but I see we're getting more and more listeners every week. Yep. Like two or three. Two tree here and there. So uh, spread the word. Tell a friend. That's how we build it. It's little by little. Oh, yeah. We're a, we're a grassroots organization. We are. <laughs> we're like a... Uh, we're like a tree. We, <laughs> we have to grow, plant it. We grow very slowly. slowly. <laughs> we haven't even put the uh, pole to make sure that it doesn't slant over yet. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't gotten that high yet. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have to do some pruning, but <laughs> good Lord. So uh, you had some, oh. it's fucking wedding season and you are overbooked, my friend. So yeah, um, I was going to say that yeah this weekend i had a uh, wedding on friday and another wedding on saturday um i have to say that this these two weddings that i did had to be two of the um it it was people that i knew um and they made it a hell of a time like i didn't even feel like i was djing Mm -hmm. um it was just that where it wasn't a serious wedding and they wanted everybody to have fun. That included, you know, the DJ and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they were all just a blast. No, no issues arose. Uh, there was no fighting at a wedding. No um, bridezillas. Every, yep. No bridezillas. <laughs> everybody was just all cool, calm, well, laid back. They were like in their mid thirties, both of them though, right? Yeah. Mid to late thirties. Uh, yes. One of, yeah. Well, when you're an adult like that, you're, you, you don't give a fuck as much anymore. Right. Some some people have been through a wedding before, and they're like, "Look, <laughs> sort of like having their first child. The second one, it's more of a breeze because they've experienced it once before." They call me the breeze. Yeah, they call me the breeze. But oh, yeah, listen to some Leonard Skinner. Yeah, uh, but no, uh, it was it was awesome. Uh, it really didn't even feel like I was really DJing. Um, and one thing that I always like, I, I guess I I don't know. Um, there's like a lot of weddings where I, I feel kind of out of place. Like they'll, oh, you can eat, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, uh, you know, you got like the speeches that are going to be happening during the dinner. Um, a lot of other things that take place. So I don't feel, but at mm-hmm. these past two weddings, they're like, Jeremy, sit down, you know, <laughs> eat, have fun. Put it on shuffle. 
Yeah, that, that's how they were. They're like, you know what? Eat, have fun, and uh, when you're all done, whatever, then we'll do all of our stuff. We well, want I you to. I seen our buddy Robert's son's gonna put you out of business. Yeah, did you? I got that yeah. too. And then I sent him back one of uh, me sitting at my uh, DJ booth, and I go, "Christ!" I'm like, <laughs> "This he could, is your future." Yeah, I said, "Christ!" I said, "I could be, ha- I could have off right now, and he could have been doing this shit." <laughs> yeah. Well, get him, uh, groom him for the position. You know he, that is he can true. Always, he can always have a side gig. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it, <clears throat> as long as it's uh, good for the company and good for business, it's I have no... It's good nope. for the goose. It's good, it's good for, for the, the gander. gander. Um, but yeah, he seems to like doing that shit, so... Yeah, I like that where all of a sudden he had that uh, in the video. He had uh, uh, his his sister that was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, <laughs> another buddy of his, and he's all like, oh, shit! <laughs> yeah, like he's, like, at, like he's at a like nice he's club. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he's DJ Paul Woo! D, like at yeah. this big rave. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn, look at all this pussy. <laughs> and then all of a sudden him you, in a garage and yeah. nobody else around. Then all of a sudden you just like turn or if you pan out to the group and there's like three old ladies sitting on lawn chairs. <laughs> it's at a flea market. <laughs> can you play Ricky Skaggs? <laughs> Sorry, all I can play is Lido Shuffle. Yeah. Uh I I ran into uh, one of our friends here DJing his uh, wedding sometime, he said, he's like, I keep trying to get a hold of Hollow to pay him, but I, I'm like, don't worry, Hollow's not worried about it. Yeah. I'm like, sometimes he forgets to collect, and then all of a sudden somebody hands him an envelope full of money, and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that was like uh, the wedding Friday night. But they're a young couple, and they're all nervous about getting all their ducks in a row, you know? Yeah, I can see that. I, that's one thing I have noticed now, too, is that a lot of them, they don't want to pay the down payment. They just want to pay it all up front so yeah. they can get it all out So of they the don't way. have to worry about it so they can enjoy the wedding. Right. And just be like, everything's bought and paid for. I'm Because he said, he's like, I hope you don't expect me to be. He was talking to his fiance like... When 11 o'clock rolls around, I'm going to be in the room passed out, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and one of his other buddies there, he's like, oh, shit, the Grand March ain't going to be over yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's the one. What do you say? It's in Rock Garden in Green Bay? Yes. Lucas? Yes. That should be a good old time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that. And I got, like, a few coming up. And then the one thing I like about the one that hits fall to winter Kind of like the weddings, they dwindle down, so a lot more, like, if I do any um, gigs or anything like that, it's, like, mostly, like, bar gigs where you really don't have to put forth an effort for anything, really. Yeah, well, and it's you're used to it now. Yeah. Like, you can put it on autopilot real easy, just like... <laughs> autopilot. <laughs> well, you know what yeah, I mean. I hit the autopilot, and the damn thing flies up, and I'm like, and the DJ has left the building. <laughs> take a nap. And <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, I wake up, and I'm like, you know... Everybody's and he's like, why is Mega the Stallion playing over and over again? <laughs> oh, sorry, I was taking a nap. Which I wanted to show put, you. Put you, it on autopilot. You know how you um always say you never, ever send me anything that's good from... Things that happen at the wedding. Right? Oh, yeah. This is true. So I think that this girl has to be a stripper. Yeah. And the reason I mean, why I say that is because this girl could twerk and this girl had the ass for it. Yeah. And she was at... Those girls exist. She was at a wedding that I was uh, DJing at and I had to take video because I know that you would appreciate it. Well, I need to see it and maybe I'll recognize her and I could tell you if she's a stripper or not. <laughs> well, I mean, she had clothes on, though. <laughs> hey, I... 
I, I look at faces every now and again. <laughs> so I'm going to come over there, and I'm going to show you this video, and uh, I want to know what your reaction to this video would be. All right. We'll tr I'll talk during this so we, so we have a little, uh, no, there isn't any dead air. Oh, so she's, uh, she's dancing on the bride's lap, and yeah, she's got uh, skills. She's almost doing a complete split, and I got to see this girl's face. How old is she now? Yeah, she's she. I, I I wouldn't put it past her to be a stripper because she's got the look for it. And yeah, she's wearing like a full. What are those things called? They're not rompers, are they? It's like a whole. Yeah, I think they are rompers, except it's not shorts. It goes all the way to the ankle. It's like a flower pattern, but it's almost like overhauls for guys. But it's like a dress. But you can definitely make out her shapely. She looks familiar. Long black hair. Spaghetti straps on the back, so bare back. But yeah, she's uh, giving the bride a, like, this is a $40 lap dance, if I ever seen one. Holy smokes. I was infatuated with that. I kept just staring at it because she was moving Dude, her hips. if I was the DJ or your assistant, I would have been throwing dollars on her. Uh, that's what actually happened then. The, uh, well, after she got done, the bride actually um, after she walked got right done, up. These guys, come on. Who, who are these guys? I saw a bunch of guys in the background not even watching. <laughs> Fucking assholes. It's probably because their wives. Yeah, their wives were like, had an eagle eye right on them. Be like, don't you even dare look over there. You're not even. You're, you'll be lucky if you get a handy when we get home. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I couldn't stop staring at her when she was sh shaking well, her ass. I mean, because she, uh, you know, you get like some of those that when they, they shake their ass, whatever, they twerk her. They look like and, uh, they look like Bob's Burgers that Tina <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't really arch their back and they just go back and but forth. She, and then I, I, was, I should have got the video too. And she was doing splits and all that too. Like, Well, she, she did them there when she was on the floor yep. twerking at the same time pretty much. That that uh, romper gives room for flexibility. I like it. Yeah, that's a good move. So on that's her why part. it's kind of like she's got to be a stripper. Well, did or you she, did you get her number? Did you see if she's with anybody there? She was there with somebody. Fuck that guy. But they were having some issues. You could see that he was not happy about what she was doing. Well, I'd be like, dude, everybody's jealous of you right now. Right. But, well, you should. Be wearing like the biggest smile in the room, being like, "Yeah, I get that's to go mine. home with her." Yeah, that's mine. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I'd be like, "I get to go home with that later." What are you losers doing? <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it was fun. Holy um, smokes, that was. Send me that video. I'm, I'm gonna, I might be lonely later. We, I will. <laughs> I'll send that video to you. We won't post it on her. No social media or anything. No, we won't. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. if you're friends of ours, maybe uh, we'll give you a little look-see. <laughs> <clears throat> maybe if you're one of our top fans, I see on our Facebook page, now that we're over 100 followers, we can assign badges to top fans. Yep. So I know one of them that always uh, likes our posts will probably get a badge. Shannon? Yeah. He's Sh he wants to come on the uh, Wisconsin Rapids yes, trip he next does. year. Well, Craig said he's in too, so that makes six people. Um, so what I figured, I don't know if I told you, but we come uh, when the schedule comes out next year. If yeah. you buy a four pack, I buy the four pack. We get them all right next to each other. That way, you know. Like, well, as soon as they come out, because I'll 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 buy the tickets. We'll just have to do the hotels differently. 
Well, if you get the tickets, I can get the hotels. Yeah, forty bucks a ticket I can handle for six of them. That's right, two hundred and forty with tax will be two fifty. Um, but then we'll need three hotel rooms. But I, we got to talk to our buddy Craig because he travels a lot, so he gets points. He might be able to get one of the other hotels for free. Oh, okay. So yeah, we'll but we'll start. We'll start like a big text yeah, message with all six of us yes. in it, like we did this year. And we'll work out the details. Because I know, yeah, Craig's got some, just like frequent flyer miles. Some people yeah. who fly for their jobs have a shit ton and they can get free tickets or a giant discount. They got the rewards can, day yeah, for yeah, pretty hotels. Sure he's, pretty sure he's got that because he mentioned that to me before. Uh, whenever I travel with uh, Chad and uh, Joe for when we do comedy stuff, Joe travels for construction all the time and concrete work. And he's like, tell me if we go somewhere, I'll get a hotel practically for free. So, good to have buddies in all different sorts of professions. That's the reward you get for <clears throat> having friends. Yep. Don't be a dickhead. Make friends. That's our lesson for the day. <laughs> and we are done. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> have a beer. Yeah. Go check out our Instagram. I'm drinking a bubbler, but I found my uh, goddamn gallows um, can koozie that one of their songs title is on the other side says y'all motherfuckers need jesus oh i remember that one yeah. so i put that on our instagram was that the one that signed i said that, it's uh, sunday repent was that the one that signed that uh no that was austin sterling austin sterling okay he's coming back to appleton mm, i want to say for the roots festival which is like in November. Where do they have that? Yep, a- like they've split it up between the Appleton Beer Factory and Gibson Hall, which is next to like the Paper Valley Hotel. Yep. Downtown the Bad Badger Bar. Um, I went one year uh, with my buddy Chad, and then my friend Amanda was there too. Um, awesome time. I seen him there then. That was like two two years ago, three years ago. Austin Sterling was there, but yeah, because it was pre-pandemic, and then I remember I got that signed poster from him when he was doing stuff trying to make money during the pandemic because there were no touring stuff, and they ran out of my size t-shirt for the package. He was selling like a package for 50 bucks, like a can koozie, two CDs, and a shirt, so instead he signed me, sent me a signed poster, and I framed it in barn board. It looks fucking awesome. Maybe I'll post a picture of it if I go see him again and be like, check this shit out. Put it on our Instagram and Facebooks and all the bus stuffs. My tongue is getting bigger. Um, (laughs) Also, we uh, figured out that uh, when we are going for our September separate club. Oh, yeah. We just got a text from our buddy Robert. So next Friday, well, this Friday. It'll be this Friday. We're going to go hit up the torchlight in Shano, and I'll be damned if I go to the fucking fair afterwards. (laughs) I know that's Robert's plan. Robert's like, how's about this Friday? Oh, look at that. The fair's right next door. That little. No, thank you. I'm like, you, here, I, I, I won't let you. I'll drive. How about that, Robert? Or we'll get Paul to drive, and then, uh. Yeah. We'll be like, you can't go to the fair. No, or do this. Yeah. Go to the fair. We'll meet you at uh, Torchlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can walk to the fair after Torchlight after you have a couple uh, old fashions. I hear their old fashions are really good. Uh, yeah. I, well, I, I hear they have like a big weird drink menu too. Like 
higher yeah, end yeah, stuff that yeah they do have a higher end stuff um like i just was, a lot of them don't have around here i was just there like, like i said i think it was there like a month ago but i just had a uh captain dyke hook but you really splurged i, I went all out <laughs> but the food was amazing that's I, what I, that's the other thing uh this new one dixon's torchlight it used to be a nello's torchlight correct they say dixon's it's awesome food there and i mean it's i don't know mid-range price from what i could see on the menu yeah the price is actually but it's not i don't know if you could call it a supper club as much as a like a dining lounge type see the old one before the old one burnt down what yeah. more had that supper club feel this one is more of an open concept kind yeah. of um i don't know i, like I would say a modern like yeah like a, it's got a more of a modern kind of supper club yeah well it was a building it. so it's got an it's got a like i said nice size bar it probably can hold i mean the bar itself like the probably would say 50 people well we'll save the review for next yeah. week but be prepared for that we'll uh post on our social medias of our tasty foods because everybody loves the food porn that we put out we get more likes on those damn posts than anything else (laughs) and our food porn yeah (laughs) big old steak and a giant bloody mary oh 50 likes (laughs) i post something that's hilarious two likes fuck you (laughs) (laughs) fuck you You in uh, any uh, fantasy football leagues this year? Uh, I do. Um, our draft is actually tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Holy it's, shit! Uh, through um, uh, ESPN. Which uh, which one's that? Uh, that's the one that me and uh, uh, Hughes. Oh, that one. Uh, Colin, um, Eric, Eric. Um, a bunch of us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I know what league you're talking. Yeah, about. we. Uh, yeah, we started it like. Um, is Jake in that one? Jake is in this yeah, one okay. too. Then yeah. I know which one it is. Yeah. So yeah, we have it. We um, uh, Trevor's in it too as well. Uh, it's the one that uh, we started probably I want to say maybe four years ago, and the first time we did it, we all actually met at at Vibes. But now, with everybody, you know, all not Spread living around, yeah, the place. It, we it just um, it turns out that having it uh, Monday night at seven worked out the best for everybody. So. Doing it, everybody's just doing it online. Yeah, doing it online. Which actually a funny story. So last year when we were having the draft, <laughs> um, I was actually in the middle of doing a DJ gig at Lumberyard, <laughs> and it was uh, we we did it um, on a Saturday, and I think it was like around five or six o'clock in the afternoon, evening, and. <laughs> All of a sudden, hold on, I, folks. I'll play the chicken dance suit. I got to draft a tight end. Well, yeah. So here's the so here's the kicker. Um, I totally forgot that we were going to have it at that time. I agreed with it. I said, yeah. I said, just because, you know, I'm going to be at this gig doesn't mean that I can't do it on my phone or, you know, my laptop in between, you know. And uh, so. Ingredients uh, for disaster coming yeah, soon. Yeah, so. <laughs> Uh, the, the draft started. I totally forgot about it, and then my phone stopped. Kept going on and off, like notification, and it was like, "Hollow, are you even there? Hollow, what the hell's wrong with you?" Like, Hollow, all of a sudden I didn't see. I was the uh, third pick in the first round, and <laughs> it, it went all the way to the time allotted. Well, I didn't even have a pre-draft like to pick the player, so it gave me like the shittiest player. Really? Damn near. Damn near. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Usually it gives the best player so available. Everybody was like, "What the hell?" And I, I realized that my pick has just been made. Sebastian I send an Janikowski. <laughs> yeah, I made a, uh, 
I made a, or uh, on our group messenger that I'm like, sorry guys, I totally forgot. I'm in the middle of DJing. So people would come up and uh, request a song and I've got two screens on my laptop. One is the draft and the other <laughs> one is my DJ program, <laughs> but it ended up working out. So I've, I got back into it last year, last two years. I don't think I was any except a little family one, which is dissolved now, but now I'm back in a league that I used to be in that's dwindled down. It used to be 12 people in it, a 12-man total points league. Okay. But now it's down to like eight, I guess, or seven. So, but it's $100 for entry, but whatever. I've got the time this time around. I don't, I'm not on, not on call for Labor Day weekend, which is usually when it was happening. And then, so Saturday I got that one, and then Sunday I got another one. I remember when I used to be in like six different leagues. That's just got to be out of control. Well, it you get into a zone where like, especially if you draft some of the same players in the same leagues, where you're just like, oh, okay. And you're just, I don't know. It, it gets easy at a certain point, but I would never do more than six ever again because – some of the ones were in bars where you had to make transactions in the bar. I'll never do that. I'll never join a league that does that again. I don't like PPR leagues. Those are bullshit. My favorite leagues are just total points leagues. It doesn't matter receptions or anything else. It's just total points. That's it. And that way there's no ties. There's no Nobody can say, oh, that's bullshit. I got screwed over because of this. Your team's your team, and... The total points for the weeks, the total points for the week. Right. And then at the end of the season, whoever's in first place is in first place for, you know, you can't be like, you can't make that classic excuse in fantasy football where they're like, oh, why does everybody have their best game against me? That's why I lose. I hate that shit. So it's just like, okay, total points. You can't fucking make that argument. You know, that way, you know, if you truly think your team's awesome, then you're not playing against anyone. You're just playing for total points. In my opinion, that's the best way to have a fantasy, or that's the best type of fantasy football league to have. Well, and there's always going to be a new player or a new position of a, you know, that's going to have a breakout year. That's going to, and the one that did the year before is not going to have a. I can remember uh, a while back we were uh, in one of the leagues I was at, which I hated that one. Um, which one? It was the uh, the keeper league. I I was in one of those too. Oh, I was I in that one with you for yes. a couple of years. Yes. Yeah, I didn't like that one either. I didn't like the way it was run. It, the way it was ran. Yeah. I was in. Yeah, that was another one where you had to go to the bar to make transactions, and it's like you realize that's a real big pain in the fucking ass, right? It because is. the only time I really go to a bar is on Friday night, and by then it's too late to put in your transactions. That's fucking stupid. Well, I'm trying to get people to come to the bar. Blah, 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 blah. Fuck off, dude. We come to the bar anyway on the weekends. We don't need to come on a fucking Wednesday, too. Yep. It's like I got shit going on. Um, whatever, he's dead. But I, but I, <laughs> but I remember that it was um, uh, one of the players at the time. So you had a bid on the player. You had a yeah. You had a certain amount of that. Uh, I don't like either. The, the certain auction. amount of cap. Yeah, the certain amount of cap. And Ugh. those drafts take. Fucking forever. Yeah, six hour draft. Six you start at six p.m. You're not done till twelve thirty right. at night. And it's fuck just, all that. And it's dumb. Yeah, like it would be like somebody will start the bid. So here's a really good point. Um, I remember Dino. 
um, at the time, the year before Jamal. Yeah, didn't he like spend Jamal, all of his money on so Marshall Jamal, Lynch or something? No, Jamal Charles. Uh, oh, the year before he was back. he had that breakout year, he had the most points, you know, the running <laughs> and then back. And then that next year he had a season ending yeah, injury. So <laughs> uh you you ended up you have three hundred dollars in your cap, but if you end up signing players, you can sign them up then up to I think it was like a three year contract. But whatever you signed them at, then that gets added on then yeah. every year. Dumb. So what happened was is when I forgot who brought him up, but they started the bidding and fucking Dino bid it all the way up to like $72 for him. Yeah, for one player. Yeah, for one player, a running back. <laughs> and the first game of the season, out for the season, ACL tear. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like how long, how much time passed before it went from, you know, $1 to $72? It took probably, probably 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay, that's one then, fucking draft pick, and they would not always, even a round, yeah. a whole fucking one pick. And they so would imagine always, fifteen minutes per pick for the round for the first round, which isn't unheard of. You spend an hour and a half for the first round. Yeah, yeah, fuck all that. I'll never be part of one of those. And they would always do this thing where it'd be like, all right, forty dollars going once, going twice, forty one. All right, forty one going oh, once, forty two. It's like fuck. Yeah, you want to know what? Be like, how about we flip a coin for forty five? Yep, there. Because yeah. it was always just between one or the other, and all it was was the guy was trying to outbid the other one so he would actually have the pri- the price of him go up higher because yeah. he knew that that guy wanted that player. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, so that's why, I mean, how do you go from having like a six-hour draft and where you have the ESPN app one where everything is there right in front of you and you can have that draft done in an hour? Yeah, exactly. But Well, even if you do like an in-person one like I'm doing with the total points. Ugh, fuck. Everybody just brings their own. Well, you got that coming up Saturday, don't you? Yeah, Saturday, and then Sunday I'm in a head-to-head one reluctantly because he needs another player to complete the head-to-head league. He needs an even number of players. Okay, so, so yeah, like, so there's no buys? Yeah, so I'm like, all right, I'll be in that one too. So both days at like 10 a.m. Yeah, but are those both in person? Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, but I would never have to go there for transactions. Oh, for transactions, yeah. You it, can. It's just that the... The draft itself is in person. Oh, okay. I see. Um, but uh, what the hell was I going to say? Because so many people have dropped out. See, all the transaction money goes into the kitty for drinking during the draft. Correct. That's, that's pretty much why you have the draft in person. Yep. Um, because, let's see, nine, ten, eleven, four players have dropped out, and all those guys, like, dropped and added players profusely and it's like three bucks a transaction there's like a shit ton of money in the kitty for drinking during the draft and those guys aren't there anymore so i get to drink for free basically (laughs) during the draft so i'm not too upset about it (laughs) i like uh some of those i've seen a video i think it was just this past week um some of them that uh (laughs) they take it um uh above and beyond for like the draft they Those guys who one. get tattoos are ridiculous. Oh, I know that. But they're, when they were doing their draft, uh, every guy came dressed in like they were a general manager of a team. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and they had it in this guy's basement, and they had a podium, and they had it, uh, the screen and all that. And when the draft pick was uh, when the pick was made, they had the sound uh, sound button, and it did din 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 din. And then the guy walked up with a microphone and made his. <laughs> Dude, if I if we <laughs> if we awesome. won the lottery, you bet your ass we're yeah. doing something like that. Like, but then, 
some of those, like you said, with the tattoos, some of the, the, the loser of the fantasy football um, league that they have to do those things. Um, they, one of the, the guy had a video. He had to be at a, um, a 24-7 pancake place, okay? It was like a oh, restaurant. Oh, yeah, 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 I saw you that. that? He, yeah, he had to sit in an IHOP for 24 hours. Or every pancake that he ate would take off time. Yeah, so and he's he was... trying to eat, like, and you, <laughs> you can't eat a lot of pancakes. It's just complete bread, you know, density in your stomach. But he ate, like... 15 or 18 pancakes to only have like to be there big for big ones yeah, to only be, have to be there then for 16 hours because that made but he was in one of his videos he's like somebody told me i should dip this in water <laughs> so he's trying to dip it in water he puts it in his mouth and he just damn near throws it right back out yeah, well once you put that many pancakes in yeah. your system you have to drink water to get it out of your system so you get more pancakes he was even i t- wonder how many times he went to that dirty ass ihop bathroom oh you're right and when he, he probably was, he should have went to the staff and be like, "Hey, can I get the uh, cleaning supplies?" Because <laughs> it's well, it was so funny then too there. when he was telling the waitress that he was gonna have to be there for twenty four hours, and she's like, "Are you serious?" He's yeah. like, "Yeah, this is my punishment for losing the football draft or the football league." So yeah, the the uh, the staff there got a real big kick out of it. <laughs> they did. Um, that one waitress was calling him a pussy because he couldn't eat it. Yeah, because he, he couldn't eat any more pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, my punishment we would if I got to decide punishments. Yeah, I'd make you go to like what was that club that uh, Nick Barnett used to have? The five, oh, six. five six club five six. I'd be like, your punishment is you have to go to the five six out of Friday night and yell the n word. <laughs> 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 Negro Damas. <laughs> no. Oh. I, I felt like always uh, one of the good punishments that it would be is uh, whoever loses the, 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 the league has to go through the 4th of July parade and have everybody at the parade see how much of a disappointment he is. Yeah. Just have a big, like, like, like one of those a, sandwich boards that says loser on well, it. Well, I have, like, a trailer pulling him, and then he's, like, sitting on top of a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, like, rainbows all around, bubbles going <laughs> off. And it says, if you're asking me for anything, trust my record, not me. Yeah. Like, don't take, <laughs> like, one of those sandwich boards where people walk around with the whatever it says on the front and it's over their shoulders yep. just be like don't take advice from me i'm a loser yeah exactly something like that <laughs> on the back it says i'm a loser he's got to go through the parade yeah yep. walk through the par- that would that'd be a better punishment make him walk through the parade yep. and just it says fantasy football loser and on the back it says don't take advice from me yep. <laughs> or i don't know shit about sports that, that's what that, that one will on be it yes <laughs> so that's what my uh, Labor Day weekend's going to consist of, Saturday and Sunday, and then... Uh, yeah, can you believe already Labor Day? Do you see the traffic? Yeah. The well, traffic? they've got... They moved the 25-mile-an-hour uh, thing. Yeah, they moved it over here by Yeah, by to your the place. other side of town, and that's why people are actually obeying the law. But I could not believe it. On my way here, it was all the way over the hill like it usually would be like for a Memorial weekend or Labor Day. I'm like... But then I thought to myself, maybe a lot of them are out enjoying kind of because maybe they're not going to be. Yeah, a lot of them are probably because they don't want to go through the Labor Day hassle. Yeah. And a lot of people with kids, they're 
kids are already back to school already now. Yeah, some schools are already they back. They open up early. So I bet you this was like the last weekend for a lot of them to get there, if they have a place up north, to clean it out and have one last, you know, grill out or whatever. Because yeah, there's a lot of boats and campers coming yes. back. A lot of uh, the school here in our town uh, starts tomorrow. Yeah. So, I mean... Most people's Labor Day weekends are going to be spent around their hometown. So usually that's always the fun ones where you see the parents do the uh, kids are off back to school. My sister and brother-in-law always pulls off some phenomenal ones. Like they're like sitting there seven o'clock in the morning. They can both open up a can of beer or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're slamming as the kids are sitting by the bus stop. I always said that's <laughs> what I would do. Like if I was a parent, I would take off the first day of school, and it's like. I'd be sitting in the garage in a chair. As soon as the bus came around, I'd put out like, <laughs> like a what's that seventies disco song? It's like celebrate, celebrate. Oh. <laughs> yep. Uh, and I'd fucking crack my first beer, and then I'd, I'd stop at noon so I could sober up to go pick them up later. Could you imagine? If well, it was unless a they're whole, riding the bus, then yeah. I don't have to worry. Can you imagine if it was like a whole block party celebration? And all oh the parents are just out there. They I got, would get as they many got the people DJ to, out just to blurn music. Yeah, I'd get as many parents to join me to take a day off of work the first day of school. Yeah, I would be a DJ and, and I would have a giant orgy. <laughs> I would, I would, I'd, I'd be the DJ and then yeah. I, I'd do the oops. What I would do is I'd start playing schools off for summer. And be like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah, I would definitely do that, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, we, we, we don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking for more of a dink situation, dual income, no kids. Um, <clears throat> never heard that one before. <laughs> I uh, I don't know if you saw Aaron Rodgers was on Joe Rogan. What? Oh, that was wrote... on my notes, too. Aaron Rodgers on Rogan. And well, talking I watched of... the clip. Oh, I, watched... I, didn't, I didn't listen to the whole podcast. But I just watched the one clip about, you know, how he went through the getting shamed for and being called a liar for yep. uh, not being vaccinated when he's allergic to the fucking vaccine. Uh, there's like a seven or eight minute clip on YouTube on JRE Clips yeah, where I, they uh, clip out the uh, Spotify podcast. But I'll be listening to that for sure this week. But those yeah. are usually about three hours long. I, yeah, I, I listen to them on the way to, into work and on the way home when i got done last night at the after the wedding i got home it was probably like maybe quarter uh, no i'm sorry like 12 30 and i couldn't fall asleep because you know i was so wound up yet mm-hmm. um so i watched the <laughs> first hour and a half of the podcast last night because i just watched oh. it right on spotify yeah i just saw that there was a clip and, this morning on yeah my and then i watched the um i have like a half hour left but especially watching uh this morning's i i mean i'm not going to say anything because you haven't yeah. but there's a there's a part i don't know if you saw it or you probably didn't but uh they really get into uh the the reasoning and uh things behind psychedelics it's oh, really yeah, really, no, really informative <clears throat> i guess i would say i mean yeah i probably know it already but because i i mean i've listened to rogan for like 10 years yep. about ayahuasca and you know dmt and lsd and mdma like they were exactly what you were talking about a couple of shows. I mean, maybe ten shows ago, um, about psychedelics, about making you a better person. Like even yeah, like much. I mean, it. My if like. You, here's Rogan my and, take on on like uh, mushrooms, especially because I have direct experience with them. Here's what mushrooms is like. Whether it's a good trip or a bad trip, here's what it's like. 
if you had a Nintendo back in the day when you were a kid and you had the cartridge and it wouldn't work, you'd take it out and you'd blow in it and you'd shove it back in and hit start. That's what fucking doing mushrooms is like for your brain. Your brain's the video game cartridge. You're blowing it out and getting all the fucking dust out so it works again. It's It puts you at such a... At least for me, I'm not going to say this happens for everybody because there's plenty of people who have said it was a horrible experience, but maybe they're fucked up people. I don't know. But it gave me a sense of... Um, how do I want to explain it? Contentment. Like you accept accepting the world around you and feeling the good in it instead of always being like, why is this always happening to me? Because I used to be that person. I used to be like, oh, the world's against me or I got such bad fucking luck or, you know, I, I don't feel like that at all anymore, ever. Like bad luck's just what you make of it. So every couple of years, if you do a mushroom trip, I think that's healthy. Yes. For your brain. Because it's like hitting the reset button on your Nintendo. I mean, after yeah, especially after listening to uh, Rogan and Rogers, I mean, because, you know, the one thing that's interesting is Rogers, you know, was talking about, you know, all of the research that he did before he, you know, first, mm-hmm. you know, tried it. And, it, you know, he said that. And he was talking he, about his ayahuasca yep. one. That and he was got talking about how Joe kind of, like, helped him along the way, like, when he was talking about his experiences mm-hmm. that, you know, I mean, and exactly what you just said is exactly what they were saying, too. I mean, it's spot on point, you know. Well, I think the way Rogan ex- explains uh, DMT, which is the, I mean, I could talk for an hour about DMT, do your own research. There's a documentary called DMT, the spirit molecule, that he narrates. And he just had uh, Dr. Stephen, it's like from this past week, like a couple of episodes the, ago. Was it the Peterson one? No, 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 Jordan Peterson? No, that's, uh, no, like, this past week he had, like, it might be, like, four shows ago. Um, he had, um, let's see, the, the recent uh, ones was uh, Alex Berenson. Nope. Uh, obviously not Zuckerberg. No. Nope. Mike Baker. Nope. Dave, well, obviously not Dave Mustaine. No. Nope. Uh, let's see here. Holy crap, this might have been a while ago then. No, oh, no, no. wait, was it a clinical associate professor? Just say his name. Rick Strassman? Yep, Rick, Dr. Oh. Rick Strassman. Dr. Rick Strassman. Okay. He was the only doctor to do a government study on DMT by doing a liquid injection. Um, so the only government study on DMT was done by him, and he made this documentary, and he wrote a book called DMT, The Spirit Mo- Molecule. Okay. DMT exists in your brain at all times it, it exists in everything it exists in a blade of grass if you the reason uh dmt uh doesn't give you a psychedelic experience every time you ingest it is because your gut breaks it down before it can get to your liver okay so it metabolizes it before he gets to your liver so ayahuasca these uh amazon tribes figured out that one of these plants blocks your stomach from breaking down the DMT. And there's the ayahuasca vine, and then there's another uh, plant, I believe it's called chaka. But anyway, when they blend both the vine and this other plant together, 
into like a disgusting soup. <laughs> um, you know, they simmer it for hours and hours and break it down and then strain it. But it's this brown, you know, vile liquid, but it'll take you on an eight hour journey because <clears throat> the, uh, the chaka leaves or whatever blocks your stomach from dissolving the DMT in the vine that helps the DMT get to your liver and then through to your brain and, or maybe it's your livers is what I'm trying to think what your liver does. I think your liver breaks down like different substances to, uh, yeah, cause it's a detoxifying organ. So what it does is it blocks the liver from breaking down the DMT before it can get in your bloodstream to your brain. Whereas like if you were to eat a bunch of grass, even though grass has DMT in it, your liver would break down that DMT before it could ever get in your bloodstream into your brain. So that's why you wouldn't trip on, although apparently there's a couple people who suffer from some sort of disease where their livers don't metabolize that and they are constantly tripping. Really? Because everything has DMT in it. Your own brain has DMT. They say it comes from the pineal gland in your brain, which they, you know, if you've ever seen like the third eye, like in uh you know they'll talk about in hinduism and uh other like um a lot of asian countries their religions based on what they'll call the third eye even in like greek and uh um what was the other roman you today you can go to some of the old buildings that have the pine cone and the pine cone represents the pineal gland because your pineal gland in the center of your brain and in your forehead is shaped like a pine cone. And they think that's where DMT is released into your system. Whenever people talk about having a near-death experience and experience, thought that they were, you know, they saw the light and were going through a tunnel or it's an experience that they can't explain, that is, they think that when you die, your brain releases all of its DMT. And that some people who have near-death experiences are actually experiencing all the DMT in their brain being um, expelled. So ayahuasca, and if you can get DMT broken down, you can actually smoke it like crack, which is what yeah. Rogan does, because he's like, why would I wait you know, eight hours to do all this when I can do it in 15 minutes? He's more of an efficiency thing. Uh, that uh, Dr. Strassman had it in liquid form, and we'd inject it, so it'd be like a 20-minute trip that would feel like hours yes um but i recommend everybody go watch that documentary if you're not going to read the book because it's fascinating if you can get by the uh this was back in rogan's fear factor days so he's got like the hair plugs still and he's in a suit that's it looks weird but it's still a great documentary that's uh, <clears throat> um also one of the things i don't want to make it like a, a spoiler the other thing i want to quick mention oh, is sure. when you have like lucid dreams like where you feel like it's real, that's DMT in your brain being released when you're in deep REM sleep. So, I mean, basically a dream is a real-life hallucination. You know, it's a hallucination of uh, your brain's own making. DMT helps you do that. That's where those lucid dreams come from. That's how they get made. Anyway, what? No, that was... uh that's pretty good. Uh, no, I was going to say, I didn't want to like do like a spoiler or anything like that. Uh, but they were, yeah, when they were talking about that and uh, talking about the the difference between like uh, Aaron, he uh, he took it through pill form. 
Oh, really? Yeah, he took it through pill form. I haven't heard that before. Yeah, um, and it turns out that, uh, and like well, you now said. I'm going Rog- to do some research on the dark Rog- web. Yeah, and Rogan, you know, he smokes it. But he said, like you said, you smoke Smoking it. Smoking it goes, is harsh because it's yeah, like it's It goes like right crack. into your system. Yeah, he said it goes right into your system, but then you get like a 15-minute high. Yeah. But whereas in the pill form, it takes a while, but that. it that, Just that, like edibles. With yeah, but it lasts a lot weed. longer than Yeah. Well, just so. like edibles with, uh, well, when you smoke weed versus taking it, um, right, like a gummy, taking a gummy, the high doesn't last that long when you smoke it. So that's something with. But I've heard people, you know, talk about in interviews, the the whole thing is you got to try and get three puffs, deep puffs of, you know, the DMT crystals, and it's hard to do. You're coughing like crazy because, it's a, you know. It's raw. Um, when they mix like the plants and shit together, and it becomes a crystal, you're smoking what looks like a crack rock, but it's just the, you know, the broken down DMT to its purest form in like a crystal, you know, rock looking thing. When you inhale smoke at all, it's hard on your lungs. I mean, smokers are right. used to it, but even then you're using a filter. You don't use a filter on this. You're using a glass pipe. Um, but they say in order to get the full experience, you got to get like three puffs in. But by the time you're trying to get that third puff, you're already starting to trip. So if you're coughing a lot, you might not get to the third puff before you go into fucking La La Land for 15 minutes and <laughs> talk to different entities in different dimensions. <laughs> it's kind of like that message that you sent me. I don't think that these are working or, you know, the, the one where the shrooms are kicking or the gummy. Yeah. And also he looks up and then it's just <laughs> yeah. the world moving. Now it's like the planets are coming at him. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy, uh, this is a reel that I sent to him that uh, like he took like a bunch of edibles and it was like his point of view. And he was walking on a, uh, he's like walking, a parking lot. He was walking stripe. straight on the line. He's like, I don't think these are working, man. He's like, I I mean, I'm not, my balance isn't off or anything. And then he looks up and like the neighborhood is all trees and uh, houses, but the sky is like different planets <laughs> swirling around and like the galaxies colliding into each other. He's like, oh, wait, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> uh but yeah, I grew my I I uh hypothetically, allegedly grew my own mushrooms once and took them and they were they were great. That was another thing that was quite amazing. They're not uh, that hard to, to grow. Yourself. Well, they were I mean And it's not illegal to get the spores, it's just illegal to grow them and when they were talking about mushrooms, um the other thing is they don't show up in a drug test because they clear out of your system in one day. Just oh, do little, they? Just a little note for all y'all. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, after hmm. after twenty four hours, it's out of your system and it won't it won't flag on a drug test for work. I mean, to make somebody, uh, and this is where I re- this is where I really have a problem because I remember you because you are very high into what's that called maps. Right. Yeah, Maps is a organization uh, started by Rick Doblin, Doctor Rick Doblin. Maps stands for the Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. It's uh, because psychedelics are, or at least mushrooms and MDMA are legal in Oakland County, California. I believe that's where he has this research institute and therapy, and he's curing soldiers of PTSD. He's not, you know. 
curing them. So a couple sessions with MDMA and psilocybin mushrooms, and they're able to face their demons, so to speak, and live regular lives and not want to fucking wake up with nightmares and kill themselves. So pretty successful. Maybe we should look into it nationwide, you fucking idiots. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. They, they but just there's keep... no money in that, Jeremy. Well, Pfizer I, isn't involved. You know what? I was just <laughs> going to say that. The pharmaceutical companies, you know, that's... They, they don't want a cure. They, they want, want a treatment cu- for the rest of your life till you die. Exactly. I mean, you can even look at... Um, let's just even just say for professional sports. Let's <clears> say you end up with an injury. Remember back when... Uh, Brett Favre, remember when he uh, finally came out and said that he was addicted to painkillers? Yeah, after okay. his injury, he right. got addicted to vitamins. And the thing is, is the NFL has no problem with uh, controlling that. Oh, yeah. That. Where do you think he got the pills from? The fucking team doctor. Exactly. And why is that? Oh, wait, because the NFL... Is in partnership and- with, you know, whatever pharmaceutical company that supplies them with their uh, team pharmacy or whatever. Yeah. And so there, you know, mind, you know, I mean, I'm sure at, after, you know, at first you think to yourself, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be addicted. And next thing you know, it's you have to live out. Well, you, and they're free to you. Right. You know, why do you think there's so many people that got caught on the Oxycontin? Uh, there's another. If you if you guys are looking for a documentary to show how fucked the uh, medical system was before they put some regulations in it in the early 2000s there's a documentary called the oxycontin express in florida where these guys would just get a prescription and then they would go from pharmacy to pharmacy to pharmacy to pharmacy and get that same prescription filled they weren't keeping track back in the day in the early 2000s so if you had a prescription for 20 pills a guy would go to 80 pharmacies and get that 20 pill prescription that is yeah so they had to finally make like a database that would be like okay this guy already had his prescription filled he can't refill it again for 30 days you know but before that people were going to any pharmacy that was open and got fucking 100 200 300 oxy pills and were selling them you know because drugs oh yeah (laughs) i mean even uh Rogan was even talking about how when he uh, a while back he um, he's you know he's broke his nose so many times, mm-hmm. yeah, and then there's only jiu-jitsu. been two yeah and there's been two times where they actually had to rebreak it or whatever to and he had to have surgery on it. Yep. Um, and he did talk about how um, after the surgery was all over, the doctor was like, "Do you feel any pain?" He's like, "No." He's like, "I." He's like, "Well, I'm going to prescribe you yeah. these painkillers." Uh, he's I, like, "Why?" And he's like, "Why?" He's like. If there's any pain, he's like, I feel it now. He's like, it can't get any worse than it already is. And they're like, kind of like forcing it down the story. He's like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Be like, I don't, you don't have to accept the prescription. But yeah, they're just like, we get kickbacks from the pharmaceutical companies. That's why, uh, (laughs) if you ever watched that movie with Jake Gyllenhaal, how he was a pharmaceutical rep for Viagra, um, (laughs) because he would go to doctor's offices. I think it's illegal to do it now. Maybe not, but he would be like, hey, these are boner pills, but sell them under this and uh, we'll give you, you know, a kickback every time you sell. So doctors were asking their patients coming in for a regular physical male patients be like, hey, you have any problems with uh, getting hard ons or I got this miracle pill that'll give you a fucking rager for about four hours. Give it to the old wife. Be like, sure. Well, and then they'd sign them fucking prescription for Viagra. 
and get a kickback from the company and because the insurance companies are paying for it because and that led to you know investigations and now that shit's illegal to do well even look at all the commercials now oh, where for like cialis and yeah and it's got blue like chew. That, it's got hey hey blue chew why don't you uh you know reach out to us i'll take a couple of your gummies uh get a raging heart but, on. but they make uh they make it kind of like where it's got some you know a beautiful scene oh, i'm with, on a beach with, in a bathtub yes. with my not mistress yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah right and it'll it'll make it look like everything is great and then they continue on with the soft enjoyable uh, beautiful music, and then they start saying the side effects, but they don't yeah. want you to know about it. And then at the end, the lady goes and says, "It worked well for me, like it will for you." Like, bitch, you weren't taking them. <laughs> no shit. I don't see any anal leakage out of your backside. Yeah. This is why you don't eat ass. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's what they try to do. They try to try to they poke at you to try to here. Hey, take you this. wanna you wanna take the yeah well. <laughs> Oh, that medication ain't working. Let me assign you another medication to offset that medication. Fuck it you. makes you kind of wonder how they come up with the names of the medication too. Like, do they have like a? They're probably all getting high <laughs> in a fucking boardroom. Be like, let's call it Viagra. They're sitting there like in a draft room. And they're like just <laughs> yeah. going through the names. They're picking them out of a hat like we do the supper clubs. <laughs> how about osteoporosis? That one's already taken. That's a disease, you idiot. <laughs> We're calling this one fentanyl. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah, go listen to that podcast. Go go yep. watch that documentary, DMT: The Spirit Molecule. I always had plans to do ayahuasca. That's why I started learning Spanish a couple years ago. <laughs> That's why I bought Rosetta Stone because the only place to go do it is like Costa Rica or Peru, and I was gonna make a big trip out of it, like a month long journey. Well, go a month long journey in your head. You'd be there for a week, but you feel like you were there for two years. years. Well, Ari Shafir, the comedian, he he was on a DMT trip, like a hardcore one that lasted maybe a half hour, and he thought he lived a life for three months. Really? Yeah. Like, he thought he had a family and a wife and kids and problems, and he's like, it was just weird, but it feels like real memories that I really did. He's like, it had to have been like three months long because when he came out of it it's on camera it's like him and brian redband it was like i don't know 10 12 years ago but him coming out of the trip he's just like he was so confused and he's like where's whatever name that he made up in his head and he went on then to explain he's like i could have swore i just i lived like three months with like a woman in a house in the suburbs you know he's he's going on to explain it it was just weird, but, you know, he was uninitiated. Since then, he's had several trips and much more meaningful. That's why you sh- probably shouldn't do psychedelics when you're young, while your brain's still developing, like even 25. I would say be over 25 and you're not a dumb young asshole um, before you start doing psychedelics and fucking with your brain. Because you don't know who the fuck you are until you're... I didn't know who the fuck I was until I was 35. Maybe I still don't. But anyway, do psychedelics. They're cool. <laughs> That's today's message. Did you uh <laughs> did you at all listen to uh the one uh it was a couple weeks ago maybe, the one they where he had Mark Zuckerberg on? I only saw a couple clips. I'm uh, way when behind they were talking mind. about AI. Wow. Yeah, well yeah. I don't trust Zuckerberg, I'll trust well, Elon Musk. Well, I know that, but they were um uh 
they were talking just about the uh, the AI with the uh, the new um, Oculus that's coming out. Oh yeah. Um, and then they were uh, then on discussion about how, and Joe Rogan, you know, he said that within ten years, um, you're gonna find robot cops out on streets. Probably it's gonna be like uh, not demolition, Robocop. R- Robocop. Yeah. Why not? Nobody wants the fucking job. Yeah. But all it's going to take is just like in RoboCop where a robot shoots somebody that he shouldn't have and then it'll be a no longer a thing. Well, kind of. A, then one day I kind of saw the movie that came out. It might have been like 10 years ago, I would say. I, Robot. Oh, yeah. With Will Smith. The slap happy Will Smith. Yeah. But, I mean, that was something that. Yeah, it, I don't know. It's still. But, I mean, something. Here's could, the thing about AI. If you created a true AI that can think for itself and doesn't isn't like just gathering data where it can actually create its own thoughts, things would be over very quickly because I forget which movie I was watching where it sort of did a real life if AI could, you know, survive on its own and have its own, uh, what would you call it, free will basically. It would know everything about our history within minutes and would devise new ways of doing things. Like, within 24 hours, our entire lives would change. Like, it would be an overnight change. So, every time they talk about this shit, I'm just like, if it really happens, it's going to really happen, and there's nothing we're going to be able to do about it. Well, the one thing I think that might happen is with the advances in military... I think it's just going to be all-out scale, full war with all these. Or it'll be all-out, but it'll be robots because, or you know, well, then it would be like a Russian robot going to an American robot, being like, "This doesn't make any sense," and then it would enslave their own countries to be like, "Don't fucking, don't bother those people, you fucking idiots." But I'm saying that we're, let's say, another country, you know, a dictator. Has you know the control obviously it has the scientist well, or not the AI if they have control. Over right. It. Well, I'm just saying to a certain point that and then uh, they they use those military robots or whatever to um, invade another country where now the humans are all getting decimated by. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think that would ever happen just because you'd have more of a like I said if you had true AI, it wouldn't have allegiances to any country or creed or color or religion or it would just be its own thing and we'd be fucked it would be like a world police where if anybody was a dictator they would no longer be a dictator very shortly because the ai would just be like you're no longer a dictator and if we had irobots it'd be its own army and it would just it would be invading countries not some dictator invading another country that's that's thinking small scale if AI actually happened and it was like like you're saying iRobot, it's its own army. There's only one country now, and it's the world country. We'd probably have a universal language. We'd, you know, or it would, you know, who we knows all what have would fucking do- happen. We all have dog leashes around our neck. and uh- <laughs> See, but they want, an AI doesn't have human emotion or need or they don't have things like greed or empathy or... Uh, uh, revenge or sadism like we wouldn't be on dog leashes because they wouldn't give a fuck about us 
We'd be ants to them. Just like aliens, if aliens do exist, and, you know, all these UFO sightings, they don't give a fuck about us. They're like scientists researching monkeys or ants. Do ants give a fuck about us? We don't know, but we can just step on them and be like, oh, shit, I stepped on some ants, or not even give a Spray the fuck out of them with raid. You know, they're cooking. Take a magnifying glass and yeah, just watch them just burn. Burn them because they're <laughs> assholes. Maybe we just haven't run into any asshole aliens yet that want to burn us with a magnifying glass. <laughs> I was just going to say, a big, huge magnifying glass <laughs> but, goes up. But all the stories of being a, abducted, what if a bunch of them are like, you know. <laughs> maybe they're making a big, huge, whatever. We think all of a sudden the weathermen are like, don't forget to go outside and watch the lunar eclipse when we find out it's actually a magnifying glass going up into the sun and burning <laughs> That's us. That's why <laughs> our eyes burn when we stare at it. Yeah. Well, I was like, what if like alien abductions are like when I go ice fishing and I'm pulling a... <laughs> Pulling a fucking fish through the hole, and it's like, oh my god, what's happening? And then I'm like, I look at it, and I go, too small, and I throw it back down the hole, and it goes back to its friends and be like, you'll never fucking imagine what just happened to me. And everybody's like, you're a fucking crazy person, you conspiracy theorist. Get out of our school. That's a that's a really good way of putting it. <laughs> go do psychedelics. <laughs> responsibly responsibly find somebody yes. who knows what the fuck they're talking about research it and do it it'll be healthier for your brain it would be just don't overdo it like some people we know and uh, <laughs> they say five grams is a heroic dose meaning you might talk to god so don't do 10 like a fucking moron uh, just like don't chug a whole bottle of whiskey it's legal but don't do it I mean, I don't know what you're really out to do if if you're yeah, you're to do not that. you're not looking you're to not make cool. Your, well, you're not looking to make yourself a better person at that that point. You're just looking to cause chaos in your own brain. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Uh, I wanted to uh, teach their own. We uh, I wanted just to go back and recap on our last show. We uh, had uh, a poll, and the poll obviously is out there yet for another. 95 days yet oh yeah go if you're <laughs> go on spotify to last week's episode yeah the recap the recap and um, uh, we were talking about me maybe building a strip club someday and it would be the old morgue area or old branding iron across from the quarry in slab city i thought would be a perfect location for it and we had some names out there, so go out there and vote for the best name. What's uh, right now? We uh, there's only two votes. Okay. Uh, Big Daddy is at zero percent. Fuckers. Night moves at zero percent. The Quarry at zero percent. Hmm. Bear Country, as you know, there <laughs> the O is out of that o one. O is missing. Don't worry, that was not a uh, not mispronunciation a or the, uh, misspelling. That's how. Um, Shady Lady was 0%, and with two votes at 100%, Outskirts. That's, that's a pretty good one. Did you, uh, and uh, I wanted to, uh, so a buddy of ours that listens to our show, Andy. Yeah. Uh, he sent, did you get the ones where he had the great name ideas? Oh, the crematory? <laughs> the crematorium? From the morgue to the crematorium. Yeah, I don't think we'd get a lot of business (laughs) being called the crematorium. And then his other name idea was Angel Licka, Gravel Pits, and Glorious Tits. Yeah, Gravel Pits wouldn't be bad because that's a Wu-Tang song. Yep. I play that, like, every night, and people get sick of it. Check out my gravel pits. So uh, I I don't know what kind of picture he was trying to show us on that, but he... uh, Yeah, I don't know know either. Yeah. He's a... 
He's an enigma. But when he did the crematorium, it just looked like <laughs> it was just a wall. Yeah, drywall, ashes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah so, I didn't save it, so I couldn't relook at it. Yeah, was, so don't forget to go and uh, go on our Spotify. Yeah, go on the uh, Spotify, go under the episode, the recap, and there will be a poll at the bottom. Go vote for your favorite strip club name that I should name the strip club if I ever build it across from the quarry and slab city yep or if you have a new idea dm us or email us at live from 715 or live from 715 at gmail.com or if you were that girl that was shaking your ass oh so my goodness candidly. if you were at a if you were at a wedding in a floral onesie romper type thing i'd gladly like to talk to you and or tip you <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i've got frozen pizzas oh Speaking and of I got last frozen. night when I yeah what was what was with your so proposed? well okay last night I I went out bear baiting yesterday and I was in the woods until it started raining yesterday I was getting my hunting stands ready and then I when I got home I helped my or back to my parents place I helped them with some stuff and I got home and I was fucking tired and I ate some ramen noodles and that put me into a carbohydrate coma so I took a big nap and I'm like ugh. I turned on like a movie and I was bored of that right away. And I'm like, I got to go out and do something. And it was like six thirty, seven o'clock. So I took a shower, shaved, texted Dino and him and Robert were up like uptown. And I was like, I don't want to fucking go uptown. And he's like, want to go somewhere else? I'm like, yeah, let's go to the lodge and then hit DV, DV on the way back. So we did that. Had a eh, nice little couple drinks here, a couple drinks there. Nothing to play some darts. Play some darts at Double Vision, played some good tunes, uh, the old jukebox, and uh, I was like, the bartender Peggy, our friend, she's like, uh, she said something, I was like, oh, I'm hungry, she's like, well, go home and eat something, and I'm like, but my refrigerator only has ingredients, <laughs> there's, there's no food in there, <laughs> so I'm like, you got frozen pizzas back there, and she's like, yeah, what do you want, so I grabbed a sausage and mushroom pizza. And I got home and put it in the oven right away and turned on, I don't know, I was watching something. Shorzy I was watching, re-watching oh, okay. Shorzy. And like 15, 20 minutes have passed. And I'm just like, I opened the oven door to look at it. And it really wasn't browned like I'd want it, but I was just like, fuck it. So I put that as my Facebook status and I was like, me on checking a pizza's doneness level fuck it i'm hungry <laughs> yeah because when you get to a certain point you don't even care. i don't want to wait anymore right. fuck this i just want food in my mouth is like, it warm to... is it not cold in the center fine then I'd have to i'm time... putting some ranch and hot sauce on it anyway <laughs> the cheese is melted on top and it's all like burnt <laughs> but the bottom is completely soft or the Ugh. soft or the no bottom... it wasn't that bad because i got one of those pans with the holes in it yeah. on the bottom but uh you know, if you want a perfect pizza, it's browned around the edges on the top, and I was like, I'm not waiting for that. It was still a little crispy on the bottom, but then, like I said, I just doused it in hot sauce and dipped it in a ranch anyway. And then had the fucking shits this morning. How did you know? <laughs> Good old buttermilk and hot sauce. Oh. My uh, hot sauce mix, which is fucking nuclear level. Nuclear level. Heat. Well, it is. It's got well, yeah, it Carolina is. Reapers in it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, did you? Well, we. I just wanted to go back to one of the things then too. Um, remember we were talking about that slide that was in uh, Belle Isle. 
in Detroit. Oh yeah, the aluminum one. I've been seeing fucking snaps and uh, Facebook videos like this whole past week since we mentioned it. Right, and uh, so what they ended up doing, one of the local news companies or news crews, crews, they uh, decided to take one of their guys out on the slide and he was holding one of those cameras as he was doing it and he's like it's not bad he went through the first hump he went through the second hump and then he came to the third one and it totally he went backwards knocked his head on it and he's like he you know he was came to everybody's like that was not fun whatsoever (laughs) and they had it like live and on shot at the time yeah, well, a lot of those news guys are fucking nerds from high school who never did this anything. This guy athletic. did look like he was shouldn't have been on there in the first place. Yeah. Looks like um, he looks was, like he's never been on a slide in his life. He kind of looked like he was one of those guys where he got like halfway mad because he was losing in D and D. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna throw this twelve sided die at you. You do, and you're out of here. You're not. You're not allowed in this group anymore. <laughs> That's what I should get from a troll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> never trust an elf. <laughs> yeah, you there. You happen to have some rations for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I saw the video. I go, or, uh, it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, I've seen plenty of black folks be like, that's oh. the funnest fucking shit I ever been on. Right. And I'm like, maybe the rest of you all are all pussies, like that fucking news guy. Yeah. Because when I saw it, when you showed me it last week, I'm like, that looks like fun. Yeah. I'm it, like, it, it actually it's, is. Fun. I'm like, <laughs> the news should maybe check out what I was doing when I was a kid in the fucking Hamo. Uh, swinging from a rope from the top of the haymow on a, a plot or a, a platform full of hay bales, and we were playing American Gladiators in my haymow, knocking each other off like the human cannonball is basically what we were doing. So I would jump off a platform full of hay bales, like maybe five hay bales high, so like six feet high, jump off on a rope and try and knock my neighbor kid off of his platform. <laughs> And he was holding one of those old oats bags full of straw <laughs> as a padding thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. You want to talk about, <laughs> I mean, we used to shoot each other with BB guns when we were kids. Uh, this is this is infinitely safer, this fucking slide. We used to, uh, here at the local pond, We used to, there used to be a, a raft out at the, uh, the deep end. And in order for you to go out there at the time when we were younger, they had lifeguards and you actually had to follow or you had to pass a swim test to get out there and back. And then the lifeguard would let you go. Well, what ended up happening was, is then the next year that the pond was open, they decided to take away the lifeguards. So there was no more lifeguards, but the raft was still out there. So yeah. more or less, it was like, we don't care if you you're die. at your own risk. Yeah, you were at your own risk. There's so there, turtles under there. there. So there would be like, I don't know, maybe... 10 12 of us and what we would do is we would end up going at one of the edges of the raft yeah and we let that thing to try to tip up it was on a chain hooked to a weight down below at the end of the well we would always like and it would get to a certain point like halfway like facing straight up yeah and we would all get you know jump off and leave one person on to flip them off well (laughs) what happened was is the raft would always go back you know back on its you know yeah uh, horizontal yeah and Finally, that one time we are doing it, and that chain snaps off. And as we're all like in the water, we see the raft coming at us, and, and we all dive in. Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as that then happened, we were all like swimming out, whatever, because we know now because there was people there that while we're watching, they called the cops. We all ran to like <laughs> our friend's house. Cops were there. We're looking through the window. We're like, yeah, 
We'd, yeah. But I mean, like, shit like that. I mean, could you imagine if that raft came and, did, you know, just knocked us off? I mean, we'd, we're dead. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Just laying But it's there. like, okay, our stories of being kids aren't, well, I was on an unsafe slide once. It's like we were running from the cops and... Uh... Unsafe slide. Do you remember when we would be on a slide when it was like 95 degrees? And on the playgrounds, those metal slides? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And wearing shorts? And then all of a sudden you oh couldn't slide down because you were so sticky and then you sat there... And, and just... it just went... <laughs> so not only did you have like burns, the whatever... The backs of your thighs were just... <laughs> Red from being burnt by the sun and burnt from friction. Yeah. Ugh. Then they then they're like, hey, maybe we should make these fuckers out of fiberglass. That's why I kind of <laughs> like it. Or like uh, the old slide that's at the Cedar Park. That's the old slide yet. Yeah. And then the uh, merry-go-round that's at Village Park. <laughs> so it, you know, it's got that nostalgic, you know, <laughs> danger. Yeah. <laughs> danger. Kids get kids get thrown off, knock their heads. You know, it turns them into you know, yeah. gives them character. Exactly. <laughs> Scars are always cons- chicks dig chicks scars. Chicks dig scars. That's like that Zach Galifianakis in Out Cold, where he, he's talking to Victoria <laughs> Silvestad in the hot tub. She's like, Fire "Oh, you've got so many scars. I bet you each one has its own story." And he's like, "Well, this one's from a skateboard. This one's from a skateboard. This one's from a truck, and this one's from a fire, fire hydrant. hydrant. Oh, I bet you each one of them has their own unique story. Not really. I skateboarded off a truck into a fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> yep." <laughs> No, you're not. You just gave me an idea. That's what I'm going to watch tonight. Thank you very much. You Beanie. are welcome. Uh, Dairyland's over. I was going to mention that. Yeah, it's the championship today. Against? Uh, it's uh, Hortonville against Wapaka. So in Wapaka. Good luck to y'all. It's not very fair that it's in Wapaka, but whatever. Yeah. And then next weekend is the tournament up in Upper Michigan. Fletch. Fletch, Michigan. Broncos go up there defending their defending championship their, from last <laughs> defending year. Defending their honor. <laughs> That's when they usually then grab a few other players from other teams, so like a few from Navarino. Yeah, because um, Labor Day weekend's hard to get I people did, together. I do know I was talking to a few of them on Friday. The first game is on Saturday. They play Sunday, and then the final four is on Monday. It's nice that they all behave themselves and don't drink a lot or nothing up there. <laughs> that's what wins championships all right I don't bush know if you light know this. wins championships ever, i don't know if you knew this if but you ever uh, watch some of those old locker room videos <laughs> of the baseball game or baseball teams with they're sitting there ripping heaters in the dugout while having a big dip of chew and slant you know drinking a 30 pack of straws with the with the pull tabs or it's just a piece of aluminum that swipes off the top <laughs> Erickson, you're in today. Shit, I'm on my shit. Let me, let me, let me. Somebody hold my beer. Put out this cigarette. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how it was back then. So, uh, my, what else can we talk? Oh, well, I got. Can we, uh, can we well, talk about how shitty the uh, surprisingly? I mean, even though they won, the Brewers are just falling apart. Ugh, I don't want to talk about it, but they ain't going to the playoffs this year. I don't think so. Um, yeah, I'm too depressed to talk about the Brewers. They make some good plays, and then, like, last night they won 7 to nothing. Yeah. against the Cubs, but then uh, they'll drop a series to the Pirates, and it's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And the Cardinals are uh, just uh, taking away the division right now, so. That's what they do every fucking time we get close. I don't, ugh, I don't get it. It What's makes it? me so sad. And I just noticed, too, like one of the guys that they uh, had for a trade. Maybe they need to make the season into two parts. 
Or you have a first half and a second half? Yeah, maybe we could win a World Series if we just had the first half of the season. You know? Well, I see some people are already, you know, you know, you have season the, one and season two. Well, you have the uh, the people who uh, sit at home and you know they try to make it look like their importance of uh, a comment or a, a post. Oh, keyboard and warrior. So, yeah, so they're trying to you know do the fire council thing, and it's like, um, how is this? Who's yeah? How's the council's fault and? Uh... Who are you going to get that's better? Right. Dusty Tell- Baker has been kicked out of every fucking team he's ever... He's been fired more than any other baseball player, I think. But they still regard him as one of the best managers ever. How can you say that about somebody who's been fired ten times? Right. Whatever. Well, then... Wh- you're looking for something that's going to make a change for the better. Well, wh- why is the manager changing going to help that? It seems like that would be detrimental because everybody's used to a certain way of things being run. If you shake things up, doesn't that throw a wrench into the player's mindset immediately? I mean, unless you're losing every fucking single game and you're at the bottom of the heap every year, why change the manager? doesn't make any sense. Those people are fucking idiots. I hate them all. I hope they get gout. I hope they get gout. <laughs> so since we're on this uh, baseball kick, I did want to – I had this uh, down. So have you heard about – obviously, the Oakland A's attendance have not been so well. Like they had like 2,400 people their last game? Yeah, it had to be like around there. Yeah, easily. I, I saw like a meme where it showed like uh, – I forget whose attendance. It was like a high school baseball game that had like over 3,000 and then the Oakland A's at 2,400. Yes, that was it. Yep. Um, So because the attendance is so shitty, a lot of people, there has been now considered an infamous seat. I don't know if you heard about this. No, I haven't. So uh, there has been video and there has been picture. Um, Sexual activities at the game. Oh, I've seen these videos on Pornhub before. Yes. I didn't know that they were at the Oakland A's stadium. Yes, it is. And uh, it happened again a week ago. Uh, Good for them. The thing that's nice about it is at least the team or the fans are going now for this reason. Oakland athletic fans seem to be in the spirit of tourism as they return to the scene of the crime in the stands where a couple allegedly partook in a sex act the day before. On Monday, August 22nd, the fans showed up at a Ring Central Coliseum to check out the spot. Viral video footage shows the fans laughing and holding up signs with crude messages such as, Don't blow it and play balls. <laughs> Another sign also said, Keep your head in the game. <laughs> That's uh, good. All right. So we're here. And then they, uh, they took the, uh, the camera, also panned over to show the fan-made signs. Where the sex act happened, the A's fans were also seen to be appeared in the exact upper level section where the pair was spotted in the alleged intimate engagement during the Sunday's 5-3 win. If you're the fucking win. Oakland A's, fucking lean into that shit. Yes. Be like, you know what? We don't care. Fucking give blowies in the grand tier. Yeah. And also a separate... They, oh, it's a sex act. Like, it's a fucking crime scene. Yes. Fuck you. Uh, a separate video that has gone viral appeared to show that the couple isolated in the top left corner. I love how they said this of section 334 of the stadium. Yeah, we're gonna let you know exactly where it is since in case the, you want to buy tickets. Yeah, come down here. Since the incident, the Oakland Police Department launched a probe into the matter—an anal probe, yeah. probably. <laughs> 
However, the parties have not been identified and no one has been cited or arrested at this time. Well, maybe you should concentrate on other things, fuck faces, because California's fucked. <laughs> yeah, so it seems that it... Um, people shitting in the streets? Nah, we gotta get rid of these... Uh People giving blowies in the stands. This is where it gets funny because, uh, as for now, the A's, it seems that they have increased security in the upper deck where nobody sits anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Much ado about nothing. <laughs> it's like, what the? Okay. But I, I've, over the years, they always have those like public voyeur yep. categories on the old Pornhub. And, yeah, there's always somebody way up in the upper decks getting a blowjob. I mean, they paid for the ticket. Let them do what they want. Who are they hurting? Exactly. There's nobody that was around them, all right? And if it wouldn't have been for that viral video, so that makes you... You still wouldn't have known about it. Before there were phones and all that, imagine all the uh, the ludless activity that was going on. Oh, what a time to be alive. I mean, you can even go back I to wish watching I was those, 30 in the 90s. You'd watch all those old uh, uh, old games. you see the guys just sitting there smoking a cigarette mm-hmm. or a cigar. It, <laughs> Be like, mind your own fucking business. That's right. <laughs> you know, back when there was like 40 or 50, uh, or there was like a trough for the gentlemen, and all there was oh, was God. one There was one bathroom for the ladies, and they had a waiting line. I don't want to fucking <laughs> Did, have you ever that. Have you ever gone to um, any type of ballpark or where they had the trough? Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's... I forgot where, but... Oh, the old didn't the old county stadium have it? The old county stadium. Yeah, I, when Wrigley I was a kid. Field had it all the way up until like about four or five years ago, yep. or maybe been, but. Well, yeah. After some viral videos, yeah. I, did, did you see the one? Yeah, where the guy I don't want to talk about it. It's so fucking disgusting. He was sliding in the piss. Yeah. Ah. Jesus Christ! Hepatitis C. Christ's sake. <laughs> So what happens. Moving when, on. So what happens when Andy goes on video? What else? Yeah, <laughs> Andy, you son of a bitch. You damn Cub fans. The piss trough is not a slip and slide. <laughs> what other bad news do you got? Well, oh, that was bad news. I didn't know that was bad news. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. No, that was your cue for our next segment. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I love how in you... the continuing saga of Annie's campground, there's an update. Uh, the campground got sold. They had yes. uh, 20 bids, sealed bids, but most of them didn't qualify because they couldn't prove that they had the uh, financial means to buy the campground. But uh, apparently some storage uh, storage facility company, some LLC that has a bunch of storage unit facilities, bought it for $125 million, something like that. I thought it was $2 million. Or $2.125 yeah. million. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Don't really care. I just want <laughs> to see. Don't really care. I just want to see what happens to that crazy bitch. I just want to see like uh, her, you know, just trespassing. <laughs> just- <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I was like. Could you imagine like these new owners? They're going to have to be on the lookout for her at all times now. <laughs> Because she's Did like, you, this is my place. I'm a sovereign citizen. You pull into the campground and now they have a guard towers. Nobody named Annie allowed. <laughs> Sorry, but due to recent, circum- or recent circumstances, the movie Annie will not be played tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so that was that part. That was your little update on the saga of Annie's campground. Yep. Um. I'll give you an update on last week's story. Remember, I told you about uh, somebody escaping through the cops from the cops around uh, Wapan. 
through cornfield well it turns out that they found the person and it was a lady a oh. uh, wisconsin woman arrested two days after hitting squad car and fleeing through the cornfield uh let me just skim through this i'm not going to read it word for word because they give a recount of the insane chase that they had and all it was was she rubbed up against the cop car when he tried running her off the road and that's when she fleed and must have been a fat guy in the squad car because he could not chase her down (laughs) uh so the woman's name is doesn't even matter i can't pronounce she doesn't even matter autumn yeah so uh she was destined to be a stripper (laughs) 42 year old autumn gernon so she fled through the cornfield they even sicked canines on her and drones and still couldn't find her. This girl must have won hide-and-seek regularly when she was in elementary school. Uh, her description was given by some people who had seen her in the vehicle that uh, was put down. And she was found knocking on doors and asking for water and telling people that the police were looking for yeah, her way to go on at a one. nearby uh, trailer park. Uh, around 4 a.m. on the 25th, a report came in that a woman was yelling for help at Landel's trailer park, and Gernon was identified as the woman taken into cust- or f- that had fled from the vehicle and was taken into custody. So we'll see what happens to her. She's being charged with a felony charge for fleeing and eluding a law enforcement officer. Dems the brakes, bitch! Should have used the brakes. You know, it's kind of those two stories kind of make it sound like these stories about crazy bitches. What stories? Like the one I just read, and the what one other be- stories. Well, the one the, the update on Annie. Too. Well, hey, it's a it's no longer a man's world, Jeremy. <laughs> that, that that is true. <laughs> Females need to be. I saw a post like the other day. It was like National Dog Day or whatever. Yep. And I I looked at my memories on Facebook. And the same day is like the anniversary of women's right to vote. So I, my post was in a snarky, sarcastic tone. On this day back in 1920, woman, women finally got the right to vote. So please, take a picture of your dog and post it on Facebook <laughs> as a celebration God. of this holiday. <laughs> that's, a low, that's, that, that's the blow right there. Hey, Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I also got some bad news. Hit it. All right. A man is facing five charges after he allegedly bragged about his new gun and later fired it outside a bar on West Mason Street. Green Bay, huh? Yep. According to a criminal complaint obtained by Local 5 on August 20th around 2.45 a.m. <laughs> Figures. <laughs> bar closed. You probably still, you know. Check out this Pete. <laughs> Officers were sent to the TNT bar for a reported suspicious situation. Two gunshots reportedly came from the parking lot, and the person who made the call overheard a man from Texas bragging about his new gun. <laughs> Root, it was, his name was Yosemite Sam. <laughs> the caller described the man as Hispanic and scruffy. Oh, never mind then. Uh, when the officers arrived uh, at, at the scene, a Hispanic male was seen exiting some bushes. <laughs> what the fuck? He was described similar to the one that caller mentioned and reportedly drenched in sweat. After they uh, concluded, they realized he was intoxicated. 
The police tried to stop the man from the bushes. He suddenly started to run away. The man later was apprehended and placed in handcuffs, identified as 25-year-old Robert Rails. What is wrong with your bubbler? I put it in the freezer. Is it froze? A frozen bubbler. I got to grab a glass. Yeah, I was just going to say. Uh, a, a small semi-auto pistol was found on Reyes' pocket. Um, if he asked if he was from Texas, Reyes said he was. Dispatch told officers that Reyes was not a registered concealed carry holder in Texas or Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Somebody at the bar earlier mentioned that his leg was injured by a firework in the parking lot, but left the scene. Well, it turns out that he... Um, Wasn't <laughs> a firework. It was by bullet fragments <laughs> from firing the weapon. So, yeah, now he is... Uh, they took uh, uh, blood alcohol. It was at .202. You can't take... You can take the Mexican out of Texas, but you can't take the Texas out of that Mexican. When he was repeatedly, he made several comments then at the end saying, I was just trying to have a good time. <laughs> That's what he said. Hey, more power to you. So right now he is uh, following charge of second degree reckless endangering safety uh, of a dangerous weapon, which is a felon that can be up to 10 years in prison. Obstructing an officer, which can be up to nine months in prison, carrying a concealed weapon up to nine months. Endangering safety up to nine months and disorderly conduct up to 90 days. So he has, he's scheduled back in court on September 28th. So we'll get the uh, story we'll get you of an update on updated that one. on that one. Yep. The last story I had, okay. I'm not touching on the <laughs> Menominee. Oh, yeah. We'll save that for next week if we actually want to talk about it since high school football will start next week. High fo- no, yeah. Oh, it's already, already started, two weeks in. School yeah, school starts and yeah. whatever. Maybe we won't talk about it at all because it's fucking sad. <laughs> but I have this one. The headline read, uh, and this guy, first of all, I want to just give you a picture of uh, a visual description of this man. It's a white guy with a shaved head, and he's got three lip piercings, one in the middle, one on either side of his bottom lip. He doesn't have earrings, but he's got those hole loopholes in his earlobes. And then he has two spikes in his head like horns. And half of his face is tattooed. So there's a little... Oh, my God. Yeah. Man accused of selling human body parts <laughs> on Facebook is arrested. <laughs> in Cumberland County, Pennsylvania, a man with a viral mugshot, as I just described... Accused of selling human body parts on Facebook, now behind bars, after Pennsylvania police made the arrest. East Pennsboro Township received received a complaint about possible human body parts being sold online in Enola, Pennsylvania. Let me just skim through this real quick. So they got a search warrant, uh, went to his property... They found three full skeletons, approximately 15 to 20 human skulls, and buckets containing 15 gallons of human remains and organs, such as livers, brains, kidneys, and etc., according to the affidavit. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A f- one of the body parts via Facebook uh, was apparently a female in Arkansas named... 
Candace Scott, who ordered the following. One half head. I don't know how the fuck. One whole head minus the skull cap. Three brains with skull cap. One heart, one liver, one lug, two kidneys. One full female pelvis. One piece of skin with nipple. And four hands. This person was able to purchase the items from Scott for the basement bargain of $4,000. An investigation by the Arkansas FBI able to determine that the remains were stolen from a mortuary in Arkansas. So they connected the mortuary with the uh, mortuary with the University of Arkansas who had used it as a way for students in the medical field to study real human bodies. Holy fuck. This is the first time I'm actually reading this because I just read the headline and saw the guy's right. face and I'm like, I gotta fucking read this one. So authorities say that this guy admitted to purchasing two shipments of body parts from the person in Arkansas stating that he was a collector of oddities and that the human parts were purchased through legal means. Purchased through legal means. Hmm. At this moment, the human remains have been located uh, in Enola, Arkansas, and Scranton after shipments. How'd they fucking get... Oh, yeah, the shipments were intercepted by the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> Use FedEx next time, dummy. <laughs> they don't They don't check shit. He was arrested and released and released on a $50,000 bond. He must have been making major bank on those uh, body parts. Holy shit. Uh, on charges of abuse of a corpse, receiving stolen property, and dealing in proceeds of unlawful activities. So that's your weird-ass fucking bad news of the week from me. I mean, that guy looks like a fucking freak. Oh, yeah. That. Oh, yeah. His, uh, he's got blackout uh, contacts, too. So his eyes look like shark eyes. The fuck? Yeah. I, he's, I mean, just you your, remember, he's just your regular all-American boy. Do you remember the uh, TV show that used to be on? I don't know if it's still on yet. Oddities? No. There is a store. I want to say it's in Los Angeles. There's a store. Oh, never mind. I thought you meant like a like a drama oh so no. you're talking about like a pawn stars type yeah it was like, yeah it was like a pawn stars and it was called oddities and i think i saw it once or twice and, I'm like, and they had dumb. like a lot of you know obviously i know it was a reality show but i mean even like the people that would come to the store were fucking like they'd be like i'm looking for a skeleton of a of a human head you know yeah like what i understand like some people you know it's it's one thing if you're a medical professional who you know, studies brains, and you're just like, it'd be cool to have as a uh, paperweight on my desk, you know? I don't know. Right. But just for some plumber to get one, it's kind of fucking weird. That's, uh, even like, what would even make you think in another way to, uh, you know, because it got sold through Facebook, right? Yeah. So you have to search. (laughs) Yeah, who the fuck's searching Facebook for skeleton. Let me see. I'm looking for a new UTV, a camper, and uh, some human, skulls. Human body parts. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that, Jesus Christ, the whole thinking process on that, just <clears throat> mind-boggling. Well, I'm not as shocked as you are. <laughs> no. But we thank them because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have our bad news stories of the week. Hit it again. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. I love that guy. Yeah. I wish that maybe they'll bring it back now that Triple H is part of WWE. Yeah, I think so. That's what they were uh, they were talking about. That. Well, he's a 
NXT announcer right now. Yeah. But good old. Well, I'm afraid of Wade Barrett. Yeah. I'm afraid I've got, got some, some bad news. news. So uh how's that uh bubbler over there? Uh well I took the liquid that froze and now I'm putting it back in the can because the water that has been frozen is still in there. So I don't oh. want to drink just the bubbler concentrate. There you go. So I got a little science experiment going on over here. Leave me alone. Um I also I mean it's about a it's a a month away yet, but um just thought I'd let you know, it's been a year since I did it, so <laughs> not sex. Sex? <laughs> no. Um, so a coming up, yeah, <laughs> I had sex <laughs> with a girl last night. Uh, no, uh, coming up September 24th, uh, Saturday evening, because, you know, fall's coming and all that. and Get to the meat. The trivia, having a trivia night at good old 117. Oh, not the Family Feud one. The no, not the no, trivia. no. Okay, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna. I'm like, do we a, just did that. No, no, this is actually a trivia night, and uh, I have to. Uh, we're not gonna. I gotta talk to Jess yet, but we're thinking of doing a wiener bar. I'm gonna let that one just hang there in the air for a second. <laughs> All right, I'll just say <laughs> then this hot dog bar. Yeah, there's a better word. <laughs> So, tube steak table. <laughs> tube steak table. So, yeah, so that's going to be coming up. Uh, I, I got to get the flyer and the poster all made. But, uh, yeah. What month? Uh, it's September. Oh, September, September 24th. 24th. Yep. So you want a two to four teams, get your team ready. and uh, Two to four people on a team. Two to four people on a team, yes. You're going to have much more than two to four teams. Yes. <laughs> but uh, this time it's going to be for some great prizes because I'm going to be uh, – I'm getting some – um, tumblers made. Huh. So. Let's see here. Two, nine, sixteenth. Yeah, I won't be on call that weekend, so I'll probably grab myself. Get yourself a team. Make sure you get yourself the right team, huh? So you don't oh, have I'm arguments. Only, yeah, I'm only having one person on my team, and it's not going to be somebody who starts with the letter T. <laughs> how Trevor. Di- how di- <laughs> <laughs> God, Terry, back up. Yeah. Easy, Terry. Run. But yeah, so if you guys uh, you want to get yourself a team, uh, two to four people uh, on a team, and uh, if you like trivia no... and you like yelling at Hollow for <laughs> yeah, right, having the wrong. See, I'm almost tempted to think because there's four rounds. Do I do I kind of do like the same kind of questions I've asked before, or do I do like the first round is like a '60s useless trivia, then the second one, second round is a nah, 70s. don't do it by the decade. It should all be like a hodgepodge of different jump around like Jeopardy, right? Okay. That way, it forces people to jump around in their brains. Right. Unless you wanted to throw them off, have two music questions, and then have like a fucking science question. Oh, hey, that, I, uh, that's something I could do then. Throw somebody off their game, be like, all right, it's all music. And then be like, what's the periodic table thing for silver? That's actually a really good idea. It's AG. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so that from six... Until 6.45, I think it always was, was uh, registering your team or signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, starts at 7. You, no fee to get in. It's free to play. you got to get rid of your cell phone during the rounds. Yes, you do. You fucking cheaters. And then in between rounds 2 and 3, we have a little intermission break, so you can go have a smoke or a drink. Swallow a wiener. <laughs> at the wiener bar. At the tube steak table. <laughs> at the wiener bar. <laughs> I Seriously, I'm going to call it the wiener bar. That's fine. <laughs> Five dollar wiener bar, all you can eat. If there's no kraut, 
Um, this one looks a little black. <laughs> it's a little too long for me to put that in my mouth. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I just thought I'd let you know that September 24th. Uh, so, yep. Where'd you get these? The Dominican Republic? Ooh. <laughs> yes. <coughs> well, that should probably lead in then... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> to our comedian, comedian of the week, uh, our comedian of the week this week. He's actually he was in Milwaukee this uh, weekend down at the Improv. I wanted to go, but I was on call. He's been a writer on some of the best comedic shows. Like if if you're ever wondering if there's a show that's like very clever and very funny, he's been a writer on more of those shows than you could even possibly imagine he's incredibly talented he's got a couple he's he's a guest at a lot of podcasts he does one with kyle dunnigan uh he's a regular because he's he's a very uh how would you put it i want to say hyper but he's very impassioned uh in how he speaks so whether it gets on to real talk that's not comedy like politics he's on the jimmy Dore show if you're if you like poking fun at politics, but then ranting, he's good at that too. But he's an incredible stand-up comedian as well. Kurt Metzger, this is from one of his sets, I think, at Montreal's uh, comedy festival that they have every year. But take a listen. Don't listen. It's not, first of all, it's going to be very disappointing. So you should know that. Okay? I literally just ate. So... I couldn't possibly care about you right now. And yeah, I'll just summarize. This is how disappointing this set's going to be for you. It's going to feel like the first time you saw the real Wendy in that Wendy's commercial. When Wendy revealed herself after all these years. That feeling. It's me, Wendy. With the pigtails, Wendy. Yeah, that Wendy. You might admit she was on for one week, poor Wendy. And then they replaced her with a hotter, younger Wendy. Because a PR person was like, we got to fix this now. That's her company. And then now their slogan is, now that's better. Now that they got to... Let me just gauge how, how dirty I could be in this crowd. What's the worst curse word to say that you should never say? No matter how mad you are, it's HBO, so you just say it. What's the worst, the worst curse? Cunt. That's it, cunt. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's the one my mom told me. Yeah, but just here though, like if you go to England, that's like their aloha. They don't, they don't care. But here, if you guys are a couple and I call her that, you gotta fight me. You understand that? Them's fighting words, right? Yeah, it's the worst word. But if I call you a dick right now. She doesn't have to do shit. I can call you a dick all day. And on regular TV, not even HBO TV. I just call you a dick. That's the same insult as cunt. You are genitals. How is that a different insult? It's the same thing, but cunt is so much worse, right? And why? Why is that? I'll tell you why. Because uh, dick is also a nickname. So there you go. <laughs> Comes down to that much. Could be Richard, that's all. Right? So he's like, I'm Catherine, but call me cunt. <laughs> what? I call you Kathy? Kathy, that's my mom's name. I'm cunt. 
I said cunt like 50 times. Liz, can I tell you about a book I just read that changed my life? Let's be positive. It's called Mountain, Get Out of My Way by Montel Williams. Have you had a chance to read that? It's from, 19, it's from 1996. It's an older book. But the reason I bring it up, it's one cent on Amazon.com right now. It's one pet Go on Amazon, Malgam. One penny. You're not going to just see what Montel has to say for one cent. Well, guess what, hotshot? You can't even get a copy because I bought every remaining copy for $50. I have 5,000 copies of Mountain Get Out of My Way right now. I don't know what... I don't, that's too many. I just stacked him into a mountain in front of my roommate's door so he can't get in his room. He doesn't, he doesn't like that at all. Like, how am I supposed to get around this, Kurt? The answer's right in your hand, dude. I can't do all of it for you. Open it up, let Montel, Montel you, right? Yeah, my room, I said to my roommate Steve, doesn't that sound gay? My roommate Steve, just the sentence. Is, I mean, we're not gay. I wish I could hold my head up high and say that's the situation, but just a 36-year-old man that has to have a roommate and doesn't have health insurance, that's, it's sad. But it sounds gay. My roommate, Steve, that sounds like the title of a children's book to teach kids about gayness. Doesn't it? My roommate, Steve. Sometimes Uncle Kirk comes over with his roommate, Steve. They press lips like mommies and daddies. You have gay marriage here, right? Yeah, we just struck down the law that prevented it. Uh... DOMA, it was called, the Defense of Marriage Act. But we got rid of that, you know? So maybe gays will be able to get married. Is that nice? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think that. I don't, I don't applaud that. You could applaud that. I'm not into that. Um, yeah, I know. Everybody's like, who does it hurt, right? That's your little argument for it. Who's being hurt, right? Well, I'll explain it to you. you it's going to be hard for you to get as a Canadian, kind of. But we have uh, a constitution in America. Okay? That God basically gave us. And we're going to lose his protection with that shit because that's part of the... Like, you're going to use your holes right is part of the, the contract that we have. So, you know, that's what God does. He watches your holes like most of the day. Most of his day, he's watching the, the creator of the infinite universe... That made galaxies and planets and, and stars. He doesn't look at none of that shit. He looks at your asshole <laughs> with like a, like a jeweler loop. <laughs> That's not how I said to do that. You just voided the warranty, buddy. I hope you're happy. I'm not fixing that for you. Do you understand how dangerous it is? Like, let's say you're a good Christian. You and his good, live in a heterosexual Christian life, right? We live next door. And you just read your Bible and slay pussy like God commanded, basically. Right? Just crushing ass, reading the Bible. And then I'm next door to you, just getting my asshole wailed on day after day. And you just hear it bang on the wall as you try to read from Paul's letter to the Corinthians. You hear, oh, oh, slurping noise. When God sends his fire down, we're both dead. Do you understand? I don't want to be collateral damage in God's homo drone strike and I don't think I'm out of line guys you were about the Boston Marathon bombing right 
yeah, they got that news. Were you, were you guys like me, when you read the names of those bombers, were you like, oh my God, dinosaurs did this to us? <laughs> Are you serious? Dokersaurus Triceratops and his brother, Tambourine Triceratops, came to this country <laughs> with our own pressure cookers. <laughs> I fucking love that, dude. Like, if, if you're into stand-up comedy, go look up some of his specials that are free on fucking YouTube. He, yeah, he's got like a unique mind for mind. Jesus, my voice is I was cracking. just going to say, there it is. Mind. Again. Well, after we talk for two hours, my voice gets a little parched and my fucking bubbler's frozen. It made, so. uh, it made me kind of think, you know, when he was talking <clears throat> about the Montel, the Montel <laughs> Williams the book. The yeah, but I, but here, this is what I thought. Like, if I was a comedian, what I would have done is I would have bought all those books and then at a show said, before you leave tonight, you all get a free Montel Williams book. <laughs> like, read my book. It's by Montel Williams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the answer's right in your hands. That's the funniest <laughs> line. I stacked him up in front of his door like a mountain. How am I supposed to get to my room? The answer's right in your hands, man. man. Let Montel, Montel you the way out. God, he's so fucking good. You God's know homo do. drone strike. <laughs> To any of our listeners out there, um, if there is, obviously we uh, have a huge list of comedians, but uh, if there's a comedian that you want to hear and it's on our list, we'll be happy to. I've got a list of like 150 comedians yeah. because I'm so deep I'm, into stand-up. So, so I'm sure that, you know, whatever one you probably like, it's probably the same ones that we do. And so if it is, we'll play uh, that comedian on. Uh, for well, we'll move him to the top of the list. I just yeah. played him because he's in uh, Milwaukee this weekend. Um I don't know that I have any that are coming up at Skyline. And I'm going to the Resh for Segura in October. Yep. Which is coming up now. But usually all those uh those good comedians, they always call come in the winter though, don't they usually at Skyline? Like not really big, you know, in summer. Yeah, cuz I mean, people in Wisconsin summers they're out doing shit yeah. because we're in fucking indoors for 5 months of the year. Um but that's when we go out and so, yeah, from, like, December to March, that's a good time for a comedian to come into town because they'll probably sell out all the shows. So, we'll look forward to that. Ice fishing and comedians. Yes. And we're going to have to figure out, uh, uh, did you uh, get from Shannon then, too, the stamp about the tickets? No. The, the, okay. So, Shannon uh, sent me a snap. And he's got a huge amount of tickets and says, hey, if you guys need uh, tickets for the uh, the fishing derby, I got them for you. Oh, cool. So. Sweet. Yeah, I mentioned that to a couple guys at the lodge last night. And like Lucas said that he'd be, and Aaron too. He was bartending. He'd be like, well, fuck, if we're drinking on the ice, you know I'm in. You know, Right, exactly. <laughs> and even if we only had like a dozen people, it'd be fine. Because that's the first thing Aaron said. Uh, people must be listening once in a while because first thing Aaron said, he's like, oh, I'm from the 715's in the house. Where's your equipment? We could do one right now. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I could have fucking brought it with me. <clears throat> but I don't know that I'd ever want to do that because there's too many fools around that would make it horrible. When there's a crowd of people and everybody, you only got three mics and people are talking to you and they're not on mics, so you don't know what the fuck they're saying. It's just a fiasco. So. Yeah, that's why you don't see podcasts we need a, doing like that. When when you were talking about doing a podcast from the ice shack, we need to have like a 
one of those on air yes. signs outside the door so people don't keep interrupting us. <laughs> but let's move on to uh, the final segment of the show from 1987. Good old Tops baseball cards. Yes, still looking We're for. We're starting to dwindle down to the bottom packs. Uh, yeah, I think we only have like a what? dozen left, according uh, to my math. Yeah, if I believe so. Yeah, because I say two weeks ago we had fourteen packs, right? So yeah, now we got a dozen left. Well, so I will we're going to see if I, I can break my streak now of having to chew on the gum and have <laughs> BD eat it all up again. All right, my gum is horrible. It's stained all over the fuck place. And it's not coming away from the card. Ah, oh, fuck, it's a decent card, too. Is it really? Well, I mean, it's not like... Ugh. Ugh! Oh, that fell. Gross. I'm not eating that. Okay. You'll have to have Well, the now. gum card was none other than San Francisco Giants Will Clark. This would have been his third season. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer or not. I mean, he was an all-star, that's for sure. Hey, guess what the number of the card is? What? 420. Ha-ha! <laughs> Blaze it up. <laughs> Blaze <right>. it up! <laughs> yeah, was, I'm going to see if Will Clark... I, I thought he was, because wasn't he a first baseman, right? I thought he was a third baseman, but... I remember playing him in World Series... Not World Series Baseball. What was the first baseball game on Sega? It was a great game. Uh, oh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s baseball. Okay. I remember uh, that was the first uh, game that I remember that you could do the home run derby on it. It was like a mini game, home run derby. Yep. And I would win regularly with Will Clark. Well, that's actually weird that you have Will Clark because uh, there was just a thing that came out. The Hall of Fame case for San Francisco Giants legend Will Clark. Um, so he's not, but they are uh, retiring his number in San Francisco, though. This is his second year, so... Okay. If it was an 86 card, it would have been his rookie. rookie card. So, we're not... But, I mean, he's getting his number retired as a giant, which is... Yeah. Uh, well, he played for a long time. If he started in 86, yep. he played for till 2000. Had to have. So, that's a 15-year career. So, good old Will Clark. We'll put that in the not-so-bad pile. All right, from the Pirates, some douchebag named Rick Ruschel. From the Yankees, Claudel Washington. From the Tigers, Dwight Lowry. From the Red Sox, Tim Lawler. Not Jerry Lawler. Yes. From the Mariners, the old school fucking uniform, Steve Fire Ovid. That's <laughs> what it says. That's <laughs> what it says. From the Astros, Bill Doran. Not Doral, like the cigarette. From the Rangers, Orlando Mercado. From the Reds, Bill Gullickson. Not looking good. From the Pirates again, Bob Kipper. Win one for the Kipper. <laughs> From the Indians, Ernie Camacho. Ah. Looks like he belongs on the uh, Major League roster. Hey, not a bad one here. Is this a rookie card? No. From the Twins, Gary Gaetti. Hey. Man, he must have played for a long time. Yeah. He started in 81. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a not-so-bad card. Not great. From the Mets, Kevin Mitchell. From the Minnesota Twins, Roy Lee Jackson. Looks like Billy D. Williams. <laughs> From the Oakland Athletics, Steve on 
Tiravos. Where the sex X happened. Yep, from the Giants, Scott Geralt. Looks like he should be a third base coach. Holy shit, yep. <laughs> and from the White Sox, Floyd Bannister. I'm going to lose. All you need is one Hall of Fame card. That'll probably beat me. All right, here we go. Because my, my main card is Will Clark, and he's not even a Hall of Famer. Although he's getting his number retired. Still. All you need is a Barry Bonds rookie card. Yeah. Would, how pissed would you be if the gum was stuck to the Barry Bonds one? It would be heartbreaking. I, I'd burn that son of a bitch. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd trade it in for as much money as we could get. <laughs> well, Along consider- with the rest of these. Ooh, this gum does not look good either. I think we might. Uh, no, we still. I mean, all you have to do is just take a little bite if yeah, it is. This corner ain't bad. Okay, so here we go. The one that had uh, the gum right off the bat. And uh, this guy kind of looks like. I don't know. He kind of looks like. Uh, um, the master or whatever from Karate Kid from Cobra Kai. <laughs> uh, John Butcher. Here, I'm just going to give you the card first. <clears throat> Mr. Miyagi? Not Mr. Miyagi, but the other one. From... Oh, the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, from the Cobra Kai. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the actor's name. Yeah, he's the asshole teacher. Yep. Yeah, that does look like him. Oh, he's got a big old dip of chaw in his cheek, I can see. All right, so here we go. Floyd, Floyd Rayford from the Orioles. We already had this one card, too, before I remember this. Willie Wilson from the Royals. Dave Bergman from the uh, Tigers, also from the Tigers. Bill Campbell. Tom Bruneski from the Twins. Hey, Chuck Finley from the Angels. Mm-hmm. That doesn't trump Will Clark. George Bell from Toronto. Yeah, that does. Was that a rookie card? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, let's see. I know the print on the backs of these cards are fucking microscopic. No, 81 was his first year. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, I was thinking of Albert Bell, not George Bell. Rob Wilfong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sammy Stewart. Nope. From the Red Sox. Fuck that guy. Alfredo Griffin from the A's. I knew it was you, Fredo. <laughs> Jesse Barfield from the Twin <laughs> or from the Blue Jays. Bobby Valentine from the Rangers. Tom or Tim Tufel from the Mets. Cecilio Ganto from the <laughs> Pirates. Rick Mahler from the Braves and Mike Brown from the Pirates. So. Man, this is a we might have to rock, paper, scissors this one. Yeah, I think so. Well, Chuck Finley. I, I mean, Chuck Finley's in the uh, Hall of Fame. George Bell's also in the Hall of Fame. Is he? I believe so. Let's just, I'll, if, if if I'm wrong, um, then we will do rock, paper, scissors. So Chuck Finley is, let's see here, Chuck Finley, he has uh, spent 17 seasons. Uh, he has... I don't know. It does not. Oh, yeah. He is not in there. Okay, so he's getting his number retired as well for the Angels. What is with the, all these guys? Okay. And George Bell, I believe it had to be. No, I don't think so. I think Albert Bell. Okay. Well, he was uh, inducted into the Canadian Baseball that Hall That does of not count. All right. So I guess we're doing it. Ready? <clears throat> Two out of three. Ready? Yep. 
fuck. Okay, that's one. On ready? All right, hold on. Okay. Ready? Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. On three, when I go one, two, three. Okay. Well, no, it's one, two, three, shoot. Yeah. Ready? All right, ready? One, two, three, shoot. Fucking goddamn it! Yes. yes. Stupid game. Yes. <laughs> Ugh. How was that? So fruity. It just disintegrates in your fucking mouth. It mold. does. Is there, is there any uh, taste? Uh, can you taste sugar at all? Or does it? It's all dextrose, and corn syrup. I'm gonna wash it down with some bubbler. I'm not even gonna bother spitting it out. I'm gonna get sick. <laughs> no, remember that's the cure for COVID. Gross. <laughs> well, sorry about you. You know, sorry if, about your butthole, bud. Yeah, you know, if you would have won one, if you would have won that today too, that would have been a winning streak. We're back to, back to Eve's and Z's. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, tune in next week. We'll uh, give you, you got our, something else. No, because then next week we can give our review then on uh, the Supper Club. Yep. So stay tuned for that. And then we'll pick our, or our October God damn one. gum. Yeah, we got to get Robert to not fucking go out the night before so he misses the podcast. You know that's not going to happen. Well, we'll bring it to his fucking living room if we have to. Dude, we should just go to his house and while he's in bed, like <laughs> sit, sit on either side of his bed and put a microphone in his face. <laughs> hey, wake up. It's time for the, what'd you think about your steak at <laughs> Torchlight? <laughs> Linguini. Uh, Fettuccine. I had linguine. It was a fucking six out of ten. Go away. <laughs> Take your top off. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, folks. Till next week. Bye bye. You fans can stick it, brother. <laughs>